The Randall Report, Season 1, Episode 28. Wow. Good, good day to you, sir. How is it diddling? How was your weekend? Nothing exciting. No? How are you? Not bad, you know, not bad. Welcome, everybody, to the Randall Report. And uh, so, yes, I guess today we're going to be discussing the ongoing saga of Britain's apparent travel down the proverbial U-bend, <laughs> politically speaking, economically speaking and otherwise. The, um, uh, the continuing, we're going to discuss the continuing trials and tribulations of one uh, Liz Truss as she desperately tries to cling on, of course, to the floating log that is the remainder of her political career. <laughs> <laughs> which is having very great difficulties. It rotates in the water of keeping hold of. And, uh, and of course, um, yeah, uh, a lot's happened in the last week. She's a bit fucked, isn't she? Yeah, it's not looking good, is it? Um, you've had the deputy banker, the deputy, uh, ex-deputy governor, I think, Sir Charles Bain of the Bank of England, saying that the, this... Uh, it's disingenuous to say that it is uh, a global phenomenon, which is, of course, the mantra she has been peddling since, uh, well, since before winning the leadership. She, she was her mantra of helping the British people because of the terrible energy bills and everything globally that was causing all of the uh, furore uh, being down to Vladimir Putin. Um <laughs> I mean, you can be blamed for an awful lot, but <laughs> it's a bit rich. Um, and of course, um, now we've got Jeremy Hunt as Chancellor. Uh, yes, um, probably the lesser about him, the better. But he's now done away with the the what hasn't already been done away with over the past week. Has done away with the central plank of her whole which her whole mantra was based on, really, was the fact that look what she was doing to save the British public from the terrible blight of these high energy bills. So do you think she, she's time that she just um, quit? It's sad to see what's been going on the last week, especially with the quasi Quartain because essentially they came together to create this new sort of policy. She was all for it, told him to go ahead. What? He pushes yeah. forward with, with all of these new measures with the Prime Minister's consent. Well, he just... then goes away for, for two weeks, whatever it was, comes back in a, a day, days. a few days, he comes yeah. back and he's sacked. Why is he sacked? Because the policies weren't, weren't good enough, but it's your policies. So she creates the policy. She makes this man go forward and push it towards the public. They they, they implement it. Everything goes to hell. She takes no responsibility and she blames Kwasi Kwartang and he's gone. Hello. I mean, does it not essentially destroy his political career? Well, it's destroyed his political career. No doubt their friendship too, because they've been uh, long-time friends. So I should think that's fairly strange. But obviously She's she off did the it. Fucking yeah. Christmas card, <laughs> But ultimately, it was either it was either it was one of those, either he has to go, or she has to go. 
and essentially it was Shia. Where's her, where's her sense of morality to accept that uh, whole uh, uh, whole situation uh, instantly became untenable and not to simply go, right, well, I need to step aside and let somebody else have a go. Um, because clearly, to still maintain it's everyone else but her just now looks, well, uh, if it wasn't so bad, it, it would be comical. It is comical. Um, and But the point, what was leaked over, I believe, just before the weekend, the fact that uh, one of those central planks that caused the jitters was the abolition of the top rate of tax. And that was completely her idea, and he actually was trying to resist it. So, and then he's the one that gets sacked. You know, I've seen some wonderful, uh, wonderful things on Facebook. I have to say, as an aside, um, not least him uh, and Liz Truss um, uh, marked up in the cover of, of of the old Grease. Remember the musical Grease yeah. album? Um, you know, you're the one that I want, and all that kind of thing. Cami Quasi, <laughs> thick Lizzie. <laughs> And gummy quasi. I mean, seriously. I mean, it, it, you know, for a leader to go uh, from winning the leadership only 39 days ago to to that kind of description is did you see, extraordinary. Did you see when um, she meets uh, King Charles and then under his breath, he said, oh dear, you again. Yes. <laughs> I didn't see the you again. I just heard yeah, the oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. Which was again. like, oh God, you know, what have you done? <laughs> you know, so he's made his position patently clear, which I thought was quite funny. We said this weeks ago, we, we felt she was incompetent. We felt that she was economically illiterate even before she stepped into number 10. Uh, and that now has been abundantly proved. Um, but why is she still there? I mean, this, the question's been raised this morning on the news a number of times. What is the point of trust? The Conservative Party feel that it can only make matters worse by removing her so quickly into her premiership. Well, there's been three so, Tories that have stood so, up over the weekend and said, for God's sake, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact, the 1922 committee will start pushing for a removal as well. But I mean... I think they will. They made a comment yesterday. There is something, there's something of a political bubble where they seem to think that just keep her in power because it will look less bad than to put someone new in in such a short space of time. Oh. They don't want to admit that they've made such a gargantuan error that they feel better to have her in place and to see. I mean, what might happen is that they keep her in place, they'll call an election, they'll know they'll lose it but they might lose it to a lesser lesser degree. And then as soon as they become the, the opposition, they'll sack her straight away and then they'll get you a, think a new, a new prime minister in place to see us through for the next five years. And so hopefully they're neither... You mean in opposition? In opposition, yeah. Yeah. There is no way... There's no way they're going to come there's back no, no, to win. No. So it's just a question of damage control. Yeah. Like how many seats will we lose? How many seats will we lose? Well, the estimate this morning is 200. Okay, but how many will we lose if 
Truss is in power, how many will we lose if another prime minister is in power? And I think they're trying to weigh that up to try and figure out. I think it's fairly clear. She's got to go. She's an absolute incompetent. Every day she's there, she's actually uh, making the whole thing worse. The the best thing the, the Tory party could do right now is fess up to an almighty mistake, blame it on the members for because the MPs wanted Sunak yeah. in abundance. Blame it on the uh, members for having made a poor choice, uh, maybe for all the right reasons, but nevertheless the wrong choice, and start again. Whilst they dig in and pretend that uh, there isn't a problem or that the problem's eminently solvable, which it isn't, because even though they might be able to study the markets with this new, uh, new plan, the reality, the die is now cast. Yeah, it's, it's beyond that, I think. You're right. Way yeah. beyond it. Yeah. I mean, it is clear that borrowing costs have pushed up way above the level of everywhere else. So the, the, the likelihood of recession becomes greater. Hunt's got rid of the cap, what was would have been the two and a half grand energy price cap. So that is going to have a real material effect on people's uh, pockets. Um, but the cap was down. only ever an average... Yes. You know, based on average usage of an average household. It was never a fixed amount anyway. No. No, it was a unit price. Exactly. But the the point is that... uh, But I think that was disingenuous in the first place. A lot of people, rightly or wrongly, thought, right, I won't get charged more than two and a half thousand. Because it wasn't wasn't explained properly. It wasn't explained that, no, this is just an average per unit cost per average household. Yes. If you consume... A ton load more, your bill is going to go through the roof. And well, you might it should have been get... explained as this is where we're going to cap the unit price at, which will mean for the average usage that you, you, you're going to be paying somewhere around this amount. But if obviously you've got four or five bedrooms, you're going to be paying a lot more. Uh, but it was never explained. No, well, of course, and that's another another blight on her very short tenure. Um, but they're saying end of the week. They're saying by the end of the week, she'll either remain in power or they'll get rid of her. Well, I think she'll go. Personally, I think uh, uh, she'll resign. I think at the moment... She won't resign. They'll, oh, they'll, they'll well, force her out. They, they, no. I think she thinks at the moment she won't, but um, I think they will make it, how can I say, pretty well impossible for her to stay. Uh, and and leave the way open to allowing an anointment rather than it look as though there's, uh, they, they killed her off. The embarrassment, Does that make sense? The embarrassment of having to go outside the doors of number 10 to deliver your resignation speech after a month. Well, look at that fucking speech last week. That nine-minute, 53-second press conference. I mean, it was a car crash. Yeah, a bit weird, wasn't it? <laughs> it was the, the growth, 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 growth. And now we've got a new chancellor. It's cut, cut, cut. Um, um, I mean, seriously, what happened to this? Is an interesting book. What happened to the manifesto then, for which the Tory party won an eight-seat majority under Boris Johnson, promising fifty thousand more nurses, twenty thousand more police officers. Uh, uh, God knows how many million more GP appointments. So, uh, name me one government that follows a manifesto. Yeah, but you know, yeah, nobody is the answer to that. So yeah. there we go. Well, 
but the, don't you, don't don't use that as a well you as mean a, as a whipping post. Well, you can, in other it, words, you're saying they can say what they like, get into power, trash it all, keep changing leader. Um, like and, every party does at every occasion. But then you, yeah, but you hang on a minute. We we we. we they make promises, they can't meet the promises, and then they're out. And Blair they kept a lot of his promises. Did he? Yes, he did. He spent an enormous amount on health and education. He increased social mobility in this country. And they were responsible for the minimum wage. Um, uh, many things happened under the, the, that Labour And we're still no government. better off than we were 20 years ago, so good job. <laughs> we're still fucked. Yeah, good, good <laughs> okay. A lot of the um, money on the NHS was spent on on the computer system that cost billions. That was never introduced. That never worked. No. You know, waiting times still kept on rising up. Well, I know. I've got to say, middle management and upper management were paid three times the amount that they were. Yeah, so uh, you're not wrong there. With the NHS, it's not. On a very short note about the NHS, a lot of people say that we need to give more money to the NHS. But the problem isn't that. It's where the money's going to within the NHS that's the issue. Well, it's how we spend it. Because if you have yes. tens of thousands of employees on sort of 100, 150 plus each, yep. and a lot of them are sort of doing... He means 150 grand, not 150 quid. 150,000. Yeah. You know, a lot of those positions are, are duplicated and triplicated and quadrupled, you know, across yeah. different divisions. Yeah. But no one has actually gone in to really excise and streamline the NHS and to sort of really deliver the funds where it's needed, well, which is a... literally at the patient level, not necessarily at the management it's, level. It's always something that, that, that every government that gets into power, whatever party, has uh, makes it their, their thing to tinker with. I've noticed this, you know, it always happens. And uh, the, the Labour Party tend to spend more and things sort of, Social aspects improved yeah. to a large to a certain extent, and they did. And then the Tories get in and they trash it. Um, uh, always under the guise that obviously they're spending too much money. I mean, Hunt's doing it right now. He is talking about cuts. Uh, you know, austerity. He says not, but in a essence, it is because the argument is is they're already cut to the bone. So where can they find these? so-called efficiency savings. There has never been a success, by the way, of government and efficiency savings. It's a, it's a way of how, how you know, saying, oh, oh we'll, we'll do this, that and the other by, by cutting. Well, in the mid-2000s, uh, they cut 20% out of the NHS. Yeah. You know, across the board. I had a lot of friends in, um, yes, but in where the medical did they... side and they were essentially saying one way or another, 20% of all of all expenditure needs yeah. to be reduced. And they did it. They had to. They had no choice. Well, they is. found it. They found a way to do it. Oh. And the NHS survived. The so, it can, so it can be done again. Well, of course. I mean, but it starts with actually having, in my mind, it starts with having having a, a better plan. And a plan that lasts 20 years and not five minutes. And actually involved in that plan is how we deal not only with the issues of social care, bed blocking, which is one of the biggest issues, of course, to do with the fact that the social care system is so bad. Um, but also uh, from, from the point of view of preventative. We can't keep 
uh, we, we've got to have a better system that educates people not to end up looking like, um, well, like they've eaten all their neighbours. I mean, sorry, but, you know, we have a major health issue in this country uh, relating to fat. But you also can't dictate someone's lifestyle. If someone chooses to do that to themselves, there's nothing you can do about it. This is this is a societal issue. This isn't a medical issue. That's why education becomes supremely important. You, you're telling me that most people who are lard asses are happy to be lard asses. A lot of them may not have a choice. It depends on what sort of access to food you can get your hands on. Well, if you have a really low income, and fruit and vegetables and meat and fish are not openly available to you because you don't have the means to purchase those well, things. Well, yeah, they are. You, know, you have to. You have to base. You have to base it not only on level of obesity, but you also have to look at their economic situation. This yeah, is a big telling, issue. It's a big you're issue. telling me that all these people going to food banks, and I don't want to decry the, the, the people that I know that, that are using food banks that are truly in a desperate situation. But I, I'm talking about those that choose to go to food banks before cutting off their Netflix account or various other things i mean I, what concerns me is is um is the fact that that you know notwithstanding what we're talking about obviously is, is government mismanagement um but nevertheless if you can't instill through education some kind of system that uh makes people more aware i mean in the ordinary education system where where it doesn't teach people how to shop and how to cook and how to, to do things on a real lean budget. And let me tell What's you... What's that got to do with school? Because that's, that's where it starts. No, that's it starts with parents. Your parents teach you these things. Yeah, but if the parents... If the, school, the, school is not yeah, there to, the school is not there to teach you how to live your life. The school no. is there to teach you maths, English, and geography. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, I don't kind of agree with that. I kind of agree that it needs yeah, to teach you maths, history, and geography, and English, or whatever. That, that's what they're there but for. But it needs in science. But it does need to also teach you some life skills, and some in those life skills in, that doesn't involve spending your entire free time queuing outside the fucking chicken shop. You take that from your parents, not from school. But if you've got a generation, what's the, point, what's the point of having a parent if that's the case? Well, if you've got, well, it doesn't teach you these things. Well, you know there are. Well, okay, the, but, there is a generational issue. So the, the the issue the issue is not with the education system. The issue is with the parental system. Oh, if your parents yeah. aren't teaching you the correct way to live your life, yeah. don't blame it on Do the you school. Know some and don't children, blame it on the education. Some system. children are being sent to infant school, uh, and they haven't even been potty trained by their parents. I mean, seriously, and we're talking about vast numbers. We're not talking about one or two people. Yeah, in fact, they tell you if your child isn't potty trained, don't bring them to school. Yeah. I mean, which is fair enough. Why would why does no. why does a teacher have to be dealing with that? It's not I, an I don't disagree with well, you. Well, there you go. It's not an educational yeah. issue, but it? it's a generational issue, and part of that can be resolved in starting to educate people how they can actually do better for themselves within the means that they have rather than... Yeah, thankfully we don't live in a communistic society where we're taught no. how to live by, by, by our government. Well, yes. So there we that. go. As yes. much as you'd like it well, the other way. It's not welcome the to Xi Jinping's China. <laughs>
<laughs> we will move on to that later, really, because that, that might be a little uh, uh, something in there. Um, but OK, so here we've got we've got this lame duck government. You think that perhaps she's going to stick around for a while because the Tories are too damned embarrassed to get rid of her. I never said that. I... I'm, saying, I'm saying that's what I believe the Tory party is doing because they simply don't want the headache of having to bring someone new in and what that might mean but in, surely in, the, the, in the elections down the line. Surely the MPs who are going to be putting their letters in, no doubt, to Graham, Sir Graham Brady in abundance are all thinking... If we don't get sharper now, I mean, because everybody wants to believe in their own mind, there's still a half chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, otherwise you're not going to be in politics if you don't think there's a half chance of still turning the tide. You know, the old adage, a week is a long time in politics. So surely um, most of them will be sitting there going, my job is under threat. My nice MP salary and expenses... It's all under threat if we carry on as we are. Better get shot of her. We'll stick the letter into Professor Graham Brady, get her over 50% of us at it, anoint a new leader. Maybe then there's a half chance. You get paid more as an we can... You get paid more in opposition anyway. If you're an opposition MP, but if you've lost your seat, you're not an yeah, opposition okay. MP, are you? Of Most so. of the Tories will be sitting there, especially in the Red Wall, the 80... Major seats that yeah. were taken from Labour will be sitting there thinking we can't get rid of her because otherwise it's a racing certainty that we're screwed at the next election. Well, we'll find out in a week or two, won't we? I think we'll find out in hours and days. Maybe. I think what's happened today is the final nail in her coffin because it was the only and the central plank of her failed. Um, the trussonomics that has been dubbed her failed uh, uh, mini budget that she had poor old Cammy Quasi Quateng deliver yeah. um, so I think today the fact that that energy cap's gone and all that she banged on about from all those debates before she won and since um it's, it's true up. what they were saying. It's interesting. We'll see what happens on Wednesday at PMQs. I think that will really tell us how long she's got left. Yeah. You know, depending on how how things go on Wednesday. I've got to, I've got to say, she, she'll have some brass neck just appearing. Well, she can't not, can she? Well, no. Well, she can find the, oh, woke up this morning with a bad cold. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me put Jeremy Hunt in there. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Um, uh, I mean, joking aside, uh, I think really what did for her was that fucking press conference. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It showed, it showed that once the gloss had come off, she really... It's clueless. Well, bit the, like the, the moment that woman fell over at the debate. Well, the, the press the, secretary. The press, yes. Well, and she stood there and she went like this. Well, the press secretary clearly wrote that, you know, to keep to these sort of speaking points. Hmm. Keep talking about positivity in the economy, following the right path. You know, it needs a bit of time. 
but the fact that you just keep on repeating it, repeating it doesn't make it so. No. Uh, no, she's she she'll be gone soon enough. Yeah, well, I I reckon this week. So we'll have a little. Do you want to take any bets on it? <laughs> no, because I agree with you. Uh, we're on the same page. She's toast, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, so what do you think? Um, do you think Hunt, uh, no matter what happens for her, do you think Hunt uh, will manage? to stabilise things, or could it suddenly lurch again after he's filled in the blanks this afternoon in Parliament? It's like we were saying before, um, people have a very short memory of Jeremy Hunt and the disaster when he was health minister. You it know, was bloody awful, wasn't it? He was... It wasn't he exactly was, he was wasn't despised. He, he was absolutely disquised. Yes, yes. And, uh, I won't. And it's amazing that she uh, even that she even gave him the position. To be honest, let's have a look. I'm Jeremy not, Hunt's political career. I'm not quite sure how that worked, but I don't think he has a hope in hell to make things right. Really, I don't. Um, oh, that's interesting. Great, isn't it? That's fantastic. I put in Jeremy Hunt's political career, and it said. Sorry, we couldn't find that page. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, that's fantastic. Um, that is amazing. Jeremy Hunt's political career and in my computer glitched uh, and said he didn't have one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what exactly can he do to make things right? I just, look, you know, I'd, uh, he can't. He, can't, he might, make, make, might, might be able to instill... Uh, calm in the markets from going any worse than where they are now at least for the moment but I can't see while she's in number 10 that the markets can remain stable because it's, it's, the question but will it's come got, but it's got nothing, but it's viability got, but it's got nothing to do with her the, econo the economic markets are already unstable there are so many externalities yeah. that are affecting our economy Regardless of what she's done, yeah, external what, what, issues. Yeah, what yeah. she's done is just a bit. Is externality is a word. Is proportionality a word? Yes, it is. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. Because I remember until a year or two ago, I'd never heard of adding ality to everything. You can do. You know, because seasonality is another one. Well, it's, it's seasonal. What's seasonality? What's the ality bit? Sorry, but it's just a... It's just a more broad term. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's something I've pondered as I write. Well, where these things come from. Yeah. Um, but anyway... We're, okay. heading, we're heading towards a global recession, essentially. Well, I've done. So it's, got, so, it's got, so it's really got nothing to do with her. I mean... Well, what about the ex-governor of the Bank, uh, ex-deputy governor of the Bank of England? To say that it's a global phenomenon is disingenuous because we are in a really by her state no, hold because on. of what she did by her claiming that the result of her actions is because of global issues is disingenuous. Yes, but the idea that you can resolve our economy through through separate through through so, through national means and through doing sort of internal policies and assuming that we'll get out of this. Economic, is also false. Is also oh, completely no. disingenuous. Oh, I agree with you. So it's on two sides. Yeah. What she did made things worse. 
Globally, we're having to face up to yeah. an impending recession. The first well, yeah. one we've had in really we've proper. Ju- yeah, we've just made our situation a little bit worse than anyone else. Yeah, in Europe at, at least. Yeah, the one benefit we has we have is that when it comes to energy, we're less reliant on on, on oh, Russian gosh. gas and all the rest of it. So we should at least be able to shield ourselves from an element of that. Yeah. But our issue wasn't really that. It's now the interest rate rise. But you know, so surely, if you want to steady the markets, the next move after Jer- if Jeremy Hunt says successful as a consequence of today and it stays a, a, a little bit steady, is to say, okay, now you've got a shift, a shift on out back to wherever you came from. Uh, is because uh, the the markets and the sentiment wants to see that we have put somebody in number 10 who uh, looks to be in charge and not just playing in charge while other people seemingly are in charge. Surely, surely now we've got to this point and it's like, well, as the headlines the only thing, send us morning, the, the only, game is up, the only thing we, The only thing we have to do is try to improve the value of our currency. Right. It's to get it's to get the pound up a little bit more. Yeah. You know, which will help ease inflation, which will help ease interest rate spikes here and there. Yeah. If we can do that, even by a few basis points, yes, will make our lives a lot easier. We were at one oh nine at one at one point against the dollar. Now we're at one thirteen. Yeah, which is still shite. But it's better than it was. But, it's, but that's well, a big difference. Yes. Four cents is a huge is a huge leap. Yes. But so if we know. can get to that sort of one seventeen, one eighteen level, that's where we were back in August. It, it, would it, be it, would, it wouldn't be great, but it would be but it's an improvement. improvement. But surely it's like the a, way it's like to, a buffer. That's but, yeah. Is. But surely part of the way to get there is to go. Sorry, Liz. Nice try, sling your fucking hook. Yeah, but that's... Uh, yeah, and but that's and at least in the perception no. elsewhere is that we've taken strong enough and bold enough decisions not just to install this, install a new chancellor and some uh, backtrack, but to, to actually have some kind of real credible plan. Because now all they're doing is playing... But it doesn't affect... Um, it doesn't, a rescue bit. But it doesn't affect the economy. It's like a blip. It will change the market for a day or two, and then it will stabilise again. Yeah. These things mean nothing no, in, no. The, in the grand scheme of things. It doesn't matter but... who's in charge. It's more, it's more a case of public opinion. To, well, have, to have someone yeah, else... I can't, I can't see have, how she's got... To have someone else in power might make us feel a little bit better. It might get us out to spend a little bit more money than we would have done. But if you take everything into account, Everything is slowing down. Everyone is pulling back. Yes, you've you know, got a recession. Once that's, that die is cast, it makes people pull back further and then it becomes a self even look, even, in the, even in the United States, things are so bad that they were saying that you have Thanksgiving coming up and that a lot of families are simply skipping Thanksgiving altogether and focusing on Christmas because they don't have the money to do both. It's reasonable enough. It's reasonable, but this is where this is where we are now. Yeah. You know, Christmas time there'll be a lot less spending. You know, there'll I be. I thought a... Christmas wasn't so big in the states, and I thought it was all about Thanksgiving. Well, no, it's the two big ones: Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. Well, they can all break out some turkey twizzlers for Thanksgiving. Okay. Saved it all up for Christmas. I mean, look, I just 
yeah, I think we are, there's no doubt that the globe is having to tussle with the fact that we're heading for a recession. Um, which actually brings me neatly, just as we mentioned China earlier, I don't know whether you've been seeing on the news this the, the, the latest sort of conference. Yeah, the uh, party congress. Set with a few demonstrations, I might add. Um, uh, and uh, doubling down on the COVID policy, which is uh, is now proving to be a bit of an irritant to the Chinese people um, because it's massively affecting their economy now. It's massively affecting their economy. It's a good thing they have no choice. Um, yeah, but the point uh, point is, how long, uh, a bit like our situation, the reason I mention it, it's a bit like our situation with trust, that suddenly a leader fails to recognise when it's time to change course or risk everything, uh, uh, with the likelihood of it not ending well. And it does feel that no matter how authoritarian China is, that they've embarked upon something that could turn very ugly very quickly on them. What do you think is going to happen? What do I think is going to happen? How do you mean, what do I think is going to happen? Xi Jinping will be installed as a leader for, for life. Yes. And, and there's nothing anyone can do about well, that. Well, if they continue on this and road... And so what do you think is going to happen? Any sort of dissent will be met with, with with violence and disappearances well, yes, en masse. But you know, they don't care. Yeah, but you know what happens in the end. that You do this to people. The history is littered with it. You do this to a people for so long, yes, you can get away with it. But in the finish, in the finish, it, uh, it, it, it comes back up in your face. Uh, and it might not be this week, this month, next month, this decade even. But uh, it, it does kind of... Um, it does kind of resonate that, it, you know, this kind of approach uh, that, he's taking, that they're taking at the moment, this never-ending lockdown, it's just, is is when is they going to recognise that they're digging a hole for their own economy? They're smashing their own economy, just in the same way but it's got nothing, that, that freak but it's, but that again, sat number 10 for the last 39 days has done the same. But again, it's got nothing to do with COVID, though, does it? The zero-COVID policy has got nothing to do with the Chinese economy. Well, the, the zero-COVID pro- policy the property, is now affecting the property, the property. But it's not as significant as a poverty market. No, but it's, it's not a, a perfect storm. But it's not as significant as a poverty market. It doesn't even pale in comparison. No, but it's still it, a... It doesn't even pale in comparison. So they're in trouble. It's not even a blip. Do you think that's why they've... Because their, econ- the their, their economy is in so much trouble that the no-COVID policy makes no difference one way or another. The real issue is the property market. Yes, I the know. property bubble yeah. that they have. Oh, massive! You know the the additional issues that they have. Property with... bubble that we all have. No, 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 no. It's not even. It's not even on the same plane. As what's so going you on think? In I mean, I read in. Uh... Well, hold on a second. So, yeah, the property market in the in China is a huge issue. The fact that the manufacturing sector, yeah, you know, they were supplying so many goods and services to us, is also going going down the toilet. You know, yeah. there's now a lot of antitrust issues 
um, between between the US, Europe and China, which is also reducing the amount of, of, trade. of trade that's yes. happening between the two. And now you have in China that's tacitly supporting Russia, Saudi and other countries, you know, and they're sort of moving away from the West to the East. You know, they're creating their, their own um, swift, uh, swift payment systems that they have in place. They're introducing their own... But um, their, their economy is still in desperate trouble. No, but for them, it's like, it's like a wave. There's going to be some, some turbulence to move from west to east. So the difference but is... But even, even if there's a bit of pain, they're looking outside of the west yeah. and moving towards other countries. So right. in the long term, you know, they, can resolve, they just, can resolve these issues. It's just all a wave, isn't it? Here, it's just a wave goodbye. Yeah, but you know, uh, we're, we're, yeah. we're in as much trouble. Oh, of course we're not. I mean, as I said, the globe, is, the globe is, is not on our side. The globe is heading into a recession. And I looked here somewhere and I've missed the, the actual thing I was actually looking for, which I thought was a really interesting, uh, really interesting statistic. Um, well, anyway, I couldn't find it. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> yeah. If that's the case, let's wrap it up. So, well, I think I think we've come to the round conclusion that she's that's it for her. She's done. Yeah. Um, and I, but, but quick aside, just before we leave, who do you reckon? Who do you reckon? Uh, if this happens, which I expect it will, and fairly quickly. Um, as indicated, as I said, even Sir Graham Brady. Boris is coming back. You think Boris will come back? No, but I think it'd be hilarious. I think it would be hilarious if he did, though. Wouldn't it just? Because he said, didn't he, Asta La Vista? Didn't he do that whole thing of Arnie Schwarzenegger in Parliament? I don't, I don't remember. But I can, I can. As if, like, like there was, they kept the, the door open or ajar for himself to return. I don't think so, personally. I think there are enough people that would like to see him come back. It'd just be funny, wouldn't it? I mean, it would make it would make it would make for a good story if he comes back. You know, it would just be a funny it would be a funny way to 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 close the circle. Very unlikely, but it would be hilarious. I'd, I'd, I'd like. I think it'd be. I think it'd be. I, 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 I can't see it. I, I just. But one way or another, he'd lose the election anyway. So it doesn't really matter who comes into power. No, I think they're toast. It could be anybody. Yeah. Really, they could they they could pick someone out of a hat. Say, okay, you're prime minister. Within a year, they'll be way. gone anyway. <laughs> Right within a year, they'll be gone. Yeah, you know they'll call an election. Conservative Party will lose by it. Just a poison chalice, isn't it? Yeah, who really wants the job? That might be the other one. Even people that might be offered it might be like, yeah, you know what? Mm -mm." I'm surprised Hunt Hunt took the the job as Chancellor, or did he think he was going to get into number ten by the back door? That might exactly Sorry. that might exactly be it. They might have he might actually be the be the heir apparent. You know, okay, let's put in this Chancellor, you know, we can just sort of bump him up to Prime Minister. He'll be good for a year. But that would mean, an election and he'll be the opposition. That would mean years, we like, would uh for the same government, this is the irony. For a government that was elected twelve years ago, a party that was elected twelve years ago, um uh, were, is, would then effectively 
be on its fifth prime minister in 12 years. And if I'm not mistaken, if, if it was Jeremy Hunt, that would mean we'd be on our seventh chancellor. Why is that funny? What difference does well, that make? Well, of course, it might have a difference. Why? Well, you know, the idea is if somebody is pretty good at the job and makes a good fist of it, that they remain there at least for a sort of certain amount of time. Okay. We've got through how many just in the last six weeks? At least, we know, weeks. at least we know we make our mistakes and we move on. That's how life works. By that logic, let's just keep Trump. Let's just keep Trust in power. No, oh, good God, no, no, get rid of her. She's well, got to go. Well, oh, you know, I can't wait to see the back of her. Except there's a better, certain side of it. Better to do it. Better to do it this way. No. Than to keep someone on who's who's incapable. You've got what begs the question is how on earth? And we said this ages ago. How the fucking hell on earth? Did they give her the job in the first place? How the... I mean, wasn't it plain to see during the... I know you didn't perhaps watch something. No. For me, it was as plain as the nose on my face that she would be a disaster. She was... She she was... To, she was to, to, to being Prime Minister was what John Sargent was to Strictly Come Dancing. Let's stop bashing, eh? Let's get on to the next topic. Right. Well, there we go. All right. On that note, well, I didn't have a quote. That's all right. Uh, it's very simple. There's a quote by Simon Randall, my good self. This trust, sod off. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs>